You are about to listen to another episode of That Sports Guys podcast, hosted by Craig Forstall. Find Craig on Twitter at that underscore sports underscore guy. The That Sports Guys podcast is proudly featured by NFL Draft Diamonds, your draft coverage king. So sit back, relax, and enjoy some football talk. Hello and welcome to another episode of That Sports Guys podcast. I am Craig Forrestal. You may know me from Twitter as at that underscore sports underscore guy. And this evening I have with me South Dakota linebacker Jack Cochran. What's going on, Jack? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me on, Craig. Hey, anytime. I'm excited to talk some ball with you. Linebackers are always an interesting group of guys to get to know. So let's, let's get into it. Yep, First thing cool. I want to know. Mount Vernon, Iowa. What was it like growing up there as a kid? What was it like in Mount Vernon growing up? Yeah, I, I, no, I love Mount Vernon growing up. Um, I think it kind of gives you like the best of both worlds in the, in the sense that it's a, a pretty small town. It's, it's about 4,000 people. But, uh, you know, right around the corner, we have Iowa City and Cedar Rapids, which are, are bigger cities for, for Iowa. So, you know, you kind of get the small town feel, but you're also close enough to, to cities where you can, you can get there if you need to. And... I want to stick there because while you were in high school in Mount Vernon, you were a four-sport athlete. Now, yep. I've talked to three-sport athletes, but Jack, how did you have time for football, wrestling, baseball, and track and field? Are you that much of a competition junkie? <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think that's definitely part of it. Um, you know, in, I- in Iowa, we play uh, summer baseball, actually, so that just like timing-wise, that's how that works. But uh, you know what? I-, I grew up in a family where everyone played sports. uh my oldest sister was a four-sport athlete in high school, and I grew up going to all her events. So I suppose it's, uh, it's all I really knew growing up. So um, I was just happy to continue doing it in high school. And, and, you know, I'm definitely looking back. I'm glad I stuck with them all all the way through. And now I want to recap some of your high school accomplishments. You rushed for 2,505 yards with an incredible 52 touchdowns. You added to that over 1,100 yards receiving with an additional 14 touchdowns. Now, you played quarterback, tight end, and running back offensively. And then I know on defense, you spent a lot of time in the defensive backfield as a safety. So when it comes to the recruiting process, if you could recap, how did the different schools view you? Or did everyone pretty much just picture you as a linebacker? Yeah, no, I do think that was kind of one of the more challenging things about the recruiting process for me. Um, when I went to camps, I, I played safety, and honestly, looking back, I probably um, that probably wasn't the right decision. I, I thought I was a safety coming to high school, but looking back, I was I was definitely a linebacker. So, um, I but you know, just going to camps, that's all I really knew. So I played at safety, and uh, you know, I had schools recruit me at safety. I had some recruit me at, at, at tight end and, and receiver, and even running back. So um, it was definitely tough, you know, trying to sort that out, but. Uh, you know, I had schools like South Dakota came in and said they saw me as a linebacker, and, and I trusted them, and I'm happy I did. And I want to stick there at Mount Vernon because you have a teammate that made headlines in April when he was picked by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the first round, Tristan Wirfs. Mm-hmm. Just how cool was it to see a former teammate of yours have their dreams come true and hear their name called out on stage? Yeah, I mean, it was awesome. I mean, uh, Tristan and I grew up together i mean we played all the same sports together since we were uh since we were probably about seven years old so um you know tristan's been a great friend of mine since since i can remember and it's just so awesome and, and surreal to see see a kid like him uh 
succeed on that level. But at the same time, it wasn't really surprising. Um, you know, all my friends from my hometown, we all say, I mean, he's the most incredible athlete we've ever seen in, in all aspects. So uh, not entirely surprising, but just happy for him and, and happy to see a kid like that succeed. Um, you know, I remember going to Little League Baseball tournaments with Tristan. Uh, we were wrestling partners sometimes, uh, you know, going to track meets with him and whatnot. So it's, it's definitely pretty special to see that. And now here's a dumb question. How big were the holes that he opened up for you as a running back? <laughs> yeah, they weren't small. Uh, no, I'm lucky they were big, too, because I wasn't necessarily the most skilled running back. So I kind of just had to run straight forward. So that was nice for me. Jack, then when you got to the campus of South Dakota, initially the plan was for you to take a redshirt year. But yep. that got pulled the week of the Illinois State game. And your career has unfolded from that point. Yep. What was the adjustment like for you going from high school ball to the college level? Yeah, I mean, just like jumping levels, you know, at any level, it's it's an adjustment just speed-wise. But, uh, you know, I would say just kind of getting thrown in the fire like that, it's helped me a lot. Um, it really forced me to learn a lot in, in a short period of time, and that's that's helped me, um, you know, just from an experience point, you know, from that point on. But, yeah, definitely at first it was just trying to soak in everything I could from coaches and teammates and, you know, trying to get as much help as I could so I could go out there and be productive. And like I said, your career unfolded from that moment against Illinois State your freshman year. Yep. Last season, you were named to the second team Missouri Valley Football Conference team. You led the Valley in tackles with 106, including a spectacular game against Southern Illinois where you logged 17 tackles. Mm-hmm. Jack, what factors led to you last season having such a dominating performance on the field? Um, you know, I, I really think it's just a culmination of, of a lot of things. I mean, it's it's my teammates doing their job. Um, it's also just, just focus on the details. I mean, um, I feel like my freshman, sophomore year, there was so much focus on, you know, trying to learn the scheme. And, and I d- didn't necessarily get the fundamental development that I needed to because I was so focused on trying to learn the system. Whereas, uh, you know, going to my junior, I was really able to focus on some technical things that I think showed up on on Saturdays. So I would definitely say that's part of it. And then we're going to take a quick turn and we're going to go into the COVID-19 situation and how it's disrupted a lot of elements throughout society, including college football, delaying and postponing college football seasons in some cases. But Jack, for you, how were you able to just go through day-to-day, keep a positive outlook and balance your emotions when you hear there is a season, there isn't a season, and then every other rumor in between? Yeah, it was it was hard. I mean, anyone who tells you it wasn't is lying to you. It was definitely hard. Um, it's hard to keep pushing forward with that much uncertainty, but at the end of the day, what I found is when I was actually on the field or when I was at workouts, those were like the only times where I just was completely could just cut loose and not think about anything. So um, in a way, is getting to go to workouts and getting to practice was, was therapeutic. It got my mind off of things. So um, that's really what helped me. And also just, you know, having that, that focus of control you control, which is cliche and everyone says it. But um, truly just trying to get better each day is what you have to focus on, which is extremely difficult and much easier said than done. But that's what I really tried to focus on. Then, Jack, where are you in the rest of the program when it comes to getting back together, lifting, or anything else that resembles an organized team activity to prepare for the next time you take the field? Has there been any announcements or decisions regarding that? Yep, yep. So we started our fall camp. We were about a week into fall camp when our uh, season got shut down for the fall. So um, 
you know, we got a little bit of time off after that to kind of recollect after a, a hard summer of training. And uh, now the NCAA, the NCAA has allowed us uh, 12 hours a week of, uh, of football time, uh, five of which can actually be football time with our coaches and the rest is in the weight room. So um, it's nice to have a little bit of structure coming back. I mean, obviously it's still a little up in the air with COVID situations and guys getting sick and whatnot, but it's nice to have a little bit of routine back. And then I want to move over to the culture and attitude that has been created through coach Bob Nielsen up there in South Dakota. Just if you could take me through what that culture is and what it means to play for the South Dakota program. Yeah. Um, it's super competitive. Um, I mean, coach Nielsen's and his staff, they're, they're excellent recruiters. So there's a lot of talent and uh, you know, what's really been the focus the last couple of years, I would say is, is just discipline and focusing on the details. So, Ever since I've been here, it's we've never had issues with talent. Um, it's been about executing on Saturdays and just really small mistakes and details. So, um, you know, we've taken that approach, you know, and kind of applied it to our, our day-to-day life and our day-to-day workouts. And, um, yeah, small details, you know, making sure your feet are in the exact spot, making sure your hands are in the right spot um, are things that we really focus on, things that, you know, we were hoping were going to help us out this fall, but I'm sure they'll help us out whenever we get a step on the field next. Jack. When it comes to your football future, just what are your hopes, your goals, your dreams, both as a member of the South Dakota program and then anything that may happen after your college career? Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, you know, where I'm at right now, I try not to think about that stuff too much. I kind of just try and uh, handle where I'm at right now and try to make the best out of this, the current situation I'm in. But um, obviously, it's something everyone thinks about. And you know, coming into college, I'm not really sure what, what my answer to that question would have been. But, you know, after the last year and a half or so in, in the way that I've grown and my teammates have helped me grow, I think that, you know, I, I want to play in the NFL. And that's something that I'm confident about doing. And um, just a matter of, of getting that shot whenever it comes and, and taking advantage of it. So, Jack, you've been great with the football-based questions, but yep. now I want to give people a chance to get to know you oh boy. away from the helmet, all right? <laughs> yes, so, so the first question, everyone always says it's the toughest, so <laughs> I'm going to give it to you. All right, your, all right. your first question is, when was the last time you used YOLO <laughs> as an excuse to do something, and what did you end up doing? Oh, jeez. Uh you know, I'd probably actually say YOLO more than anyone should, considering the fact that it's 2020. <laughs> um, I'm actually pretty sure I said it a couple weeks ago. You know, I was going to have a, a pretty low-key weekend. And then uh, well, one of my friends asked me to go to his, his cabin actually on the river. And, uh, you know, I didn't want to go, but they peer pressured me. And I'm pretty sure a YOLO might have flown out in that <laughs> moment. So, <laughs> All right. Now, Jack, let's let's see how you are with your cell phones. Have you broken or lost any cell phones throughout your time having a phone, or are you pretty good about that? I'm actually pretty good about it, I would say, compared to the, the average person. Um, I'm still on, like, the iPhone, like, 7 right now, so I've had this one for a while, and it's I've kept it relatively safe, I think. So uh, no phone issues for me. I'm, I've, I've been good in that aspect of my life. <laughs> Never ever? Not that I remember. Um even going back to the kid, because I remember being little and, and my sister broke her phone and my parents got mad at her. So I think maybe I have a little heightened protection or awareness of that. <laughs> All right. And then, Jack, have you ever had a random encounter or a chance meeting with a person that left an impression on you? And if you have, what happened? A chance encounter. Huh. You know, I would say 
I'm one of those guys that's like super aware of like small talk, even if it's just like with someone who's checking me out at the grocery store. And if I like, mm-hmm. if I say something a little weird or like, you know, when the, the classic, when the, the rest, the waiter at the restaurant says, enjoy your meal. And you say, you too. So I think <laughs> things like that stay on my mind a little bit longer than the normal person, I would say. <laughs> Is that one thing or that one person you always have time for? I would say my family, um, you know, being away from home, uh, USD is about five hours from my hometown. So I don't get to go, get to go home a ton, but, um, you know, I always make time each week to, to FaceTime with my family and, and, you know, get to talk to them and whatnot. So, uh, family's a big aspect of my life. So I always try and make, make some time out for them each week to, to check in and, and hope to see if they're doing well. And then before we get out of here, the last question that we have set up for you, is this scenario you walk you walk into your class and you see that the assignment for the day is you have to give a 30 minute speech on something that you think you're an expert on so no preparation totally impromptu just gotta go straight off the head what are you talking about well the cliche answer would be football i mean but i'm sure everyone says that so uh one fun fact here is i actually in high school did a speech on spongebob so yeah, I consider Whoa. myself. Yes, I know a lot about SpongeBob, probably more than more than I should be proud of. So I think I could talk for thirty minutes about SpongeBob. All right. Well, hey, help me out. I got I got a three and a half year old who's big time okay. into yep. SpongeBob. Help help me out. G- give give me something. Give me something. Help me what out. Are you, what are you What are you looking for? Episodes, characters. I mean, I can I can I can go on and on. Yeah. Hey, anything. You know what? Give me some of the best episodes. Okay. Best episodes. Um, I would say the camping episode is a classic, um, you know, where uh, SpongeBob, Patrick and Squidward are outside and, and the sea bear comes and they have to draw the, the anti sea bear circle. But Squidward can't draw it right. So he keeps getting attacked by the sea bear. That's that's an all timer, I'd say. <laughs> all right. Perfect. So I know what I'm looking at tomorrow for me and my kid. All right. Perfect. Then, Jack, before we. Before we got out of here, do you have any final words for our listeners or any final words you want to give to the South Dakota fan base before you guys take the field yeah, next time? Um, just to our fan base, I'm just excited. I mean, I was really bummed that we didn't get to go out and, and perform for them this fall. But uh, just know that, you know, we're doing everything we can. We're working hard to, to get back out there and make them proud whenever that chance comes. And, and thank you to you guys for, for giving us, uh, you know, smaller school players this platform. Um, we really enjoy it and, and we appreciate what you guys do. Jack, thank you for those words. I appreciate it. And ladies and gentlemen, that is Jack Cochran, linebacker, South Dakota. For Jack Cochran, I am Craig Forstall. Until next time, stay safe and be easy. Hey, everybody. Craig Forstall. Thanks for tuning in and listening to another episode of That Sports Guys podcast. Make sure to follow me on Twitter at that underscore sports underscore guy to catch all the latest updates and podcast episodes. Until next time, stay safe and be easy.